one up with a cane pole in his hand. Pocket full of trim sitting down by the stream. The leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home live every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 on the Outdoor Zone radio network or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com and all your favorite podcast platforms. My name is TJ Graney. Cody Ryan is in a house. Oh, beef steak. Okay. Beef steak is not in the house. He is in California, and I have this recording right here from him. Oh, help me, help me! I'm, I'm, I, I, what am I doing here? Today? And that was all we got. So, um, man, what was that? Road rash is the ranch hand that gets here early and makes sure that we um, get the uh, gate open and all the wires get twisted together and full gets put on the coat hanger out there in front. And you are the regulators. You're the deer shooting, flounder gigging, dub blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, adrenaline junkies that we do life with here on this show. So thank you for making us the number one outdoor show. Uh, Hey, so CR. With the way society. Hold on. Let me tell everybody about our gun store here, McBride's Guns. Yeah, family-owned and operated. Come on. You know they've been family-owned and operated for many, many years, forever. The ones we trust with our constitutional rights, McBride's Guns. Whether you're looking for a gunsmith, they have one on staff to adjust, repair, and modify your firearms. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them at 512-472-3532 or check them out online, McBride's Guns. Dot com because McBride's guns, you know, there are hometown gun shop. So, um, I was thinking about, um, I was thinking about gear. Uh, I know you and I are always kind of looking at stuff. I, I'm, I'm trying to find a tractor part or, uh, looking at fishing reels, trying to find a, a deal on a fishing reel or, always looking at stuff and i thought this was interesting amazon is on track to overtake walmart as the largest retailer in 2022 according to jp morgan research on friday amazon's retail u.s retail business is the fastest growing at scale according to the company's analysts between 2014 and 2020 amazon's u.s gross merchandise volume 
closely watched by industry metrics used to measure the total value of goods sold over a certain time period. Amazon in 2020 climbed 41% to $316 billion for one year. $316 billion. Walmart went up 10% to $439 billion. Based on the current estimates, we believe Amazon could surpass Walmart to become the largest U.S. retailer in 2022. Yeah, I thought that was interesting in conjunction with an article that I had uh, specific to hunting. The hunting equipment market is expected to grow by $2.92 billion during the 2021 through 2025 um, Seven percent. It's looking to grow in the next four years. Man, they the are. They have been market. praying for something to happen, and has the pandemic been the answer to the outdoor industry to get folks outdoors? Or is it firearms and ammunition? Uh, so they've got it broke up in categories: firearms, ammunition, archery equipment. And then they've got it broke up into geographic landscape, U.S., Canada, and rest of Americas. Um, but, yeah, we're expected to grow in the hunting industry. I think that's positive news. It's the first time we've seen something positive like that in a long time, I believe, in the hunting and fishing world. And, yes, it seems like this last year just really. The pandemic accelerated some things. You know, it's like you can't find bicycles. Find You told me that. Finding a bass boat at one point is it you know was difficult, um, but yeah, still hard and and motors boat motors you can't get right now. So oh. my thought, but but my thought is the convenience of Amazon. I mean, if you're a retailer, if you've got an outdoor product and you're not on Amazon, if you got any kind of product and you're not on Amazon you're probably missing out on some sales because it's so dang convenient. But is it like the Walmart model where, you know, they beat you down on price so much that you don't go with Walmart? Well, and we've heard that, right? We've heard that from some of our friends who are uh, manufacturers. Right. And, and, you know, smaller manufacturers and so their margins aren't there where they can sell it and you know make make 15 cents on a unit but yeah where walmart would have a one and a half million dollar contract with them but in reality when they got out of the walmart thing they actually made the same amount of money yeah or more the beat down and the margins and had half the work to do right right and, so, and, and I don't know. So, I, I mean, online shopping is, I, I all, don't you always go there to look at like compare prices if you're looking for a four wheeler or like I'm looking for tires and wheels for a Polaris right now. And first thing I'm doing is looking online and then I'm calling yeah. the dealer and it, it's almost, it almost doesn't seem fair that I would, or that people would go online and find it cheaper and then expect a dealer who's got a shop and an over an overhead and everything to um, compete with that. I don't well, know. Well, that's been the struggle, I guess, with brick and mortar and the small town 
folks, you know, are you going to pay a few dollars more to shop local? Are you going to order? I mean, there's two sides to it. You know, you want to be responsible uh, with your money or do you want to support your local community? I think there's, there's so many arguments for both sides of it. I'm actually surprised when you brought up this article that Amazon wasn't already bigger than Walmart. Well, Walmart's the only competitor out there. And the only thing that even came close, I mean, they push, they're pushing on that skinny pedal on the right to try and keep up with them to try and be, and I've shopped walmart.com before and it's fine. I mean, it's same thing as Amazon, but I mean, like the other day I was at, uh, I try to shop local, small town, local. I really, really try to do that. And, and but even in the in the town, there was a real. There's a real nice Ace Hardware store. I went over there, and one of the things that I looked at was six ninety five. And then I went to the little feed store down the road, and there was some of the same exact thing in the back, and it was three ninety five. And I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. And then, it's hard to figure and then you, out that. And then you look at, uh, you go on Craigslist or uh, Facebook Marketplace or some of that stuff, and you try and find, maybe you try and find it used or whatever. And But, you know, a lot of times I hope you're handy. I hope you're handy. Although yeah. I, have a, I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of stuff coming up on in the next year or two. Where people are, yeah, we had a boat, we bought an RV, but yeah, we just we're busy again. Life's come back. Yeah, yeah. I hope not. A lot of the busyness is probably going to come back. I would assume. Uh, one thing, if you're looking for stock tips, I mean, this is not the show for it, but <laughs> global savory biscuit market, the savory biscuit market is uh, approaching to reach $72.9 billion by what 2027. What is a savory biscuit? Something you give your dog as a when he sits? No, I'm thinking it's, I was thinking it was like uh, the ones that you get, you know, the Pillsbury layers with butter or whatever, you know, you put, you pop the can and put them in the oven. They got butter on them or something. No, I don't know. So I don't what, know you what you do is you, take, you is. take those biscuits and you get a stick and you roll it around the stick and then you uh, hold it over the campfire and you cook it over the campfire, it'll bake just like that. If you use cinnamon rolls, you take a cinnamon roll, one of those rolls, and you just peel one off and you roll it around a stick and hold it over the campfire, cook it that way, and then pull it off and put some of that white, creamy, luscious uh, icing on it. Lotte, lotte. So hey. there's a way to make. Uh, so I, but not only the the savory biscuit market looking for a big rise over the next few years, but also the global sawing and cutting tools market is going to reach eight point seven billion by twenty twenty seven. Man, so get all, get all up in those uh, saw blades. Yeah, get your saw blades, get your chop saws, your skill saws, get all that stuff now because that market's going through the roof you may not be able to find a seven uh a uh, uh, fine tooth seven inch seven and a quarter you know, skill yeah. saw blade come on come on <laughs> so uh anyway weird <clears throat> markets that i thought just 
happen to come up in conjunction with the hunting growth report that came out. Have you, uh, so, and I wonder about chainsaws, chainsaws and chainsaw blades. You know, I, I'm running that Husqvarna right now and I'm yeah. so wanting to switch to a still. Uh, yeah, I just, I mean, I've had so many things, but I'm, I'm bound and determined not to give up my chainsaw and well be careful which model you get too, and make sure you get one with a easy to find chain that you can just buy anywhere because mine's not and that's i bought a five pack of chains for mine speaking of on amazon and guess what they're wrong they don't fit they're one link shy and i don't know how you add a link you don't you read the package and it tells you there's and of a, course a I didn't, .45 how many links and of I course mean, I did of not of course I did not open the package from Amazon until it was too late to return it so now I have oh, hey gosh. hey everybody if you want to buy some I got some special deal going on chainsaw blades right now the market's going up they may yep. be worth something here coming up hey Nile Maxwell Supercenter uh, with school uh, out and warm weather here, spotlight on summer in a new Ram because nothing beats driving around a new Ram during Nile Maxwell's Ram Spotlight Sales Event at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. From crew crabs, quad cabs, Lone Stars to heavy duties, it doesn't matter what kind of new Ram you want. We've got it in our incredible selection, and we're ready for your summer vacation. Truckloads of new Rams are here with more on the way. If you want a new Ram, we've got it. Grab your keys to summer and head to the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram sales leader in Central Texas, Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin, or visit us online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. Your Peter Report, Armed Citizens Report, all that more coming up on the number one outdoor radio show in Texas, live right here. With Cody Ryan and TJ, Road Rash sitting in the bunkhouse, 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. But what I got is mine. I ain't rich, but Lord, I'm free. I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun, fixed me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in my pickup, gave her the gas. I'm going out to catch a five-pound. All right, welcome back. Hello, regulators. Here's a notice to all you antis and terrorists, us bunkhouse boys and our regulators. We don't give in to you anti-gun crowd, PETA terrorist, or the Taliban. It's how we roll here in the bunkhouse. Keep informed by riding the trail with us all week online at theoutdoorzone.com. Archery country, the staff and owners of Archery Country are not just part-time shooters. They're avid bow hunters and 3D shooters that hunt and compete. If you're looking for something for your kids, the folks at Archery Country know all about the tournaments and school programs. They coach kids and hold classes regularly. Find all the gear, targets, arrows, and accessories you need on-site and available for professional installation every day. 8121 Research Boulevard in Austin, 8121 Research Boulevard in Austin, or AustinArcheryCountry.com, AustinArcheryCountry.com. 
Now it's time for... I've been in serious... Sorry, I've been in serious want. I don't want many things, but for a new Matthews from Archery Country. Well, that's where you would go to get that bow. Just hint, hint. All right. Now it's time for this week's Peter Peter Report. Report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. Because we love animals too. They taste great. I love that part. Uh, Hey, PETA Report this week. Uh, PETA, this is an annual protest here to protest Westminster Kennel Club show in Terrytown, New York, while dogs and their handlers strut their stuff at the 145th annual Westminster Kennel Club dog show at Lindhurst. Protesters from PETA will be up the road Saturday asking the organization to call off the dog show. According to a spokeswoman, PETA supporters will be hitting the streets with signs revealing how breeding dogs for appearances such as the dog show causes congenial defects, including diabetes, which is common in standard poodles. Gail Miller Bisher, director of communications for the Westminster Kennel Club, told Patch her organization promotes canine health, responsible dog breeding and ownership, as well as the well-being of all dogs. Uh, Man, we've bought dogs from uh, pet stores. We bought dogs from breeders. I got a purebred. Don't put me in that category. You've had. I hadn't bought any from those. You've been given dogs from uh breeders full the blood pound. no you've no, had full you got, blood chocolate all my labs. dogs are from the pound that is such a big and uh we i've got a couple of dogs for we've got dogs from the pounds we got a dog that we had for years from the parking lot at heb from somebody giving away puppies at a parking lot in heb so yeah i got I mean, one from the river one time yeah Somebody, Somebody from a guy in a van down by the river? Yeah, pretty much. They Ooh. were five bucks. That's a pretty good deal. Not a bad not a bad deal. Didn't end up being a black lab, like he said, but <laughs> <laughs> and it had a big flat tail and it slapped it on the ground all the time and it was always chewing on your trees. Um Yes. So the uh but I, you know, I'm not opposed to. Uh, I think animals, pets, dogs, all that stuff need to be kept in healthy conditions. Whatever it is, I'm fine with that. I, I I'm pro that. We're we're highly. My wife is highly sensitive to caring for pets. Overly, where she gives them ice water and stuff that. I, I just don't think about typically. I mean, I don't give them boiling water or anything, but it, I, I don't have a problem with highly uh, cared for and um, purebred um, pets. And uh, I don't have a problem with any of that. And anyway, I mean, it, it keeps the, 
it keeps i mean we had that lab uh, a pure bread lab at our koz event this year um that we auctioned off it was incredible and and just an oh, incredible dog incredible dog and comes from a long line of really healthy good well cared for dogs so anyway but in in honor of PETA and all the animal rights folks out there we have a problem HEB is enforcing purchasing limits on chicken wings Amid a national shortage, HEB is currently enforcing purchasing limits on chicken wings. A notice in the meat section of the HEB store alerted customers of the limit on Monday. Fresh and frozen wings, fresh and frozen wings are limited to two packs per transaction. Daya Campos, HEB's director of public affairs, said the limit applies to all stores. Limits are temporarily unnecessary for you and your neighbors to find the products you need. A national wing shortage shortage has affected local restaurants such as Hello Paradise and the Anchor Bar. The latter implemented a 20-cent surcharge per wing in response to the increase in cost. Increased demand over the last year compounded with labor shortages through the country into wing shortage. Campo said the limits in the in are in place to protect customers and said many retailers across the U.S. are facing the same issue. If your classic supply and demand issue with commodity items, it's a classic supply and demand issue with commodity markets, but we think it will be stabilized, she added. We'll keep limits so that customers can find the products that they need. So like toilet paper and bottled water, wings. People are stacking them up, but they had a a wing so shortage. Weird to me. I'm not a I'm not a wing guy. Are you a wing guy? You're not love, a wing guy. I love wings. I mean, we don't. I know, but you don't like you don't you don't see you don't go to like a place just to eat wings, and you don't buy wings. No, but my son-in-law CJ, he's like a huge wing guy. You're right. There's wing guys, and then there's like. <laughs> I forgot they existed until somebody makes them, and they're really good, but it's just not on my radar. But you need to go I bet get, Sam is you a need wing to guy. Go, you, Road Rash? Uh, I can't hear you. Are yeah, you, he's, see? He's, Road he's, Rash is a wing guy. He's a wing guy. There's wing guys, and then there's not. I'm just not a I wing guy. I think young people are more wing guys. Maybe? I don't know. I always... It's like leg leg guys? Or, I, I'm a leg and wing guy when I when my when we bring home the roasted chicken from H E B or whatever from the grocery. Yeah, I'm a leg guy. I'm not a breast guy. No, I'm not. This, I, this we're talking about chicken here too, by the way. Oh God. I'm a leg guy, not a breast guy. I'm a wing, right? I'm a wing guy. <laughs> so, uh, but you're I, a good wing guy. Who? Thank you. Um, co-pilot uh, uh so the uh i, I would have guess i guess i would have never thought about it before but i highly recommend that uh, i'm going to ask mrs granny to go to heb and buy two bags of wings and then i'm going to go there oh my god see you're part of the problem <laughs> if there was a shortage everybody paper, go buy wings oh my gosh see you're part of the problem we're never gonna have wings again hurry 
It's going to be an international wing shortage. Wings and toilet paper. <laughs> and as long as you're stocked up with those. So, Relax. hey, you know, so you got to keep them frozen. And I remember one of the things that, and I think it was beefsteak that taught me this. I can't remember. Um, maybe not, but he's so dang smart. I learned so much from that guy. You'd never guess it, but yeah, he's. Um, but so if you have a freezer and we live out in the country, right? If the power goes off and we haven't been there in a couple of days, how do you know that all that stuff in the freezer didn't thaw out and then get refrozen? What do you do? How do, how do you, you just thaw it out and eat it? Wrong answer. So you put a small bowl with some ice cubes in it and you leave it in your freezer. So if your freezer goes out, people do this at their hunt camps all the time. If the freezer goes out for any period of time and you look in there and the ice cubes are not ice cubes anymore, warning, warning. If that is kind of smart. If but what does it hurt if something thaws out and then freezes again? I don't know. I, I think it's like <laughs> contaminated or something. Everyone at some uh. point... You did, all you got to do is like look at it sideways, and Mrs. Granny won't have anything to do with it. <clears throat> it's, everybody yeah. at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. Well, of course, and it can be hard to find a mechanic you trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service. And even maintenance, before you go on those summer trips, maintenance, get the oil changed, tires rotated, get all the fluids checked. Our friends over at Sun Automotive can do that. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service repair shop nearest you. Sun Auto Service locations around Central Texas, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway, 1206 Ranch Road 620. com for more. SunAutoService.com for more armed citizens report up next you don't want to miss it it is the number one outdoor radio show in texas you're catching it live right here or catch us 24 7 365 at the outdoorzone.com hey american blood brothers this is ted nugent on the outdoor zone live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother tj whack em. And stack them, would you? All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse, number one outdoor show on radio. I'm T.G. Graney, your host, Cody Ryan, riding shotgun. Boom! Boom! Beefsteak is, uh, we got another message from Beefsteak, who is in California. Uh, Let me get it here. Oh my gosh! There's they won't let me eat meat. It's, I'm starving. It's only fat. Oh not gonna gosh. make it. <laughs> okay, well that was <sighs> that was the only other message we got from him. I hope he's making it. Hey, uh, Shore Raw Barn Grill Shore Sunday Jam Session hosted by John Mills starts at 6 p.m. tonight. Holy cow, Monday night jazz, 30s jazz swing night with Ryan Gold and the Little Kings. Uh, Tuesday night, Frank Cavett. Wednesday, and Ad- Adrian Marie, singer's song swapping series. Man, 
Honeybee Jazz Trio on Thursday. It's happening at Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Not only do they have the hottest menu, they have the hottest new restaurant in Austin. Go visit with our buddies Rick Wahlberg and Jim Schneider at the Shore Raw Bar and Grill, hottest new restaurant in Austin, located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y and Oak Hill, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill, shoreatx.com for all the details and the music schedule, shoreatx.com for all the details. Now it's time. Now it's time for your armed citizens report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. A a veteran NASA photographer saved himself and his wife from potential death during a violent home invasion thanks to their legal firearm. David and Lisa DeHoyas of Pearland, Texas, had just gone to bed on April 17 when they heard a crash downstairs. The noise occurred when a man threw a cinder block through a window while breaking into DeHoyas' house. I heard a commotion going on downstairs, and I thought, well, that's more than our two cats. David DeHoyas told KHOU-TV, I have a firearm. I keep a pistol, and I grabbed it. Then we struggled, DeHoyas recounted. He was taller than I was. When we were face-to-face, chest-to-chest, and just doing the dance, I stuck the pistol in his side, and I pulled the trigger three times. While the, while the men were fighting, Lisa DeHoyas ran downstairs and stepped in to help her husband. She was hit in the head twice with a hammer. The couple said the incident happened very quickly, and they don't remember much else. Man. Man. Yikes. Thank God for a firearm. And he stuck the pistol in his side and pulled the trigger three times. So, speaking of, I saw a, um, I was going to dinner the other night. I was telling you about this on Saturday night. I was, no, it was Friday night. Yeah. I'd worked all day and I was going to go into town, go to dinner and, I passed a little exit off the highway to go to the Mexican food restaurant that I like so much. And, uh, and I went past this cowboy church and they had this big banners, probably 15 feet long and three foot high. And it said, uh, pistol fun shoot tomorrow, 9am. And so I just thought, wow, that is a cool church. If they're doing a pistol fun shirt, uh, shoot with the men's group. So I went and ate dinner and I got up Saturday morning and threw my SIG nine in the truck and drove over there to see what the heck's going on in my neighborhood. Check out this cowboy church out here. And it's right between Smithville and LaGrange on 71. Yeah. And, uh, and there was like, I don't know, 20 guys there, a couple of ladies, and they had coffee and donuts and a bunch of ammo that you could buy. Wow. And uh and they had these three uh they had three targets set up. One was a silhouette target and you had to have two shots within the center two rings. 
And then you moved over, and they had four cedar four by four blocks in the middle of a table, and you had not uh, four by four uh, wooden cedar wooden post, and they had four of them about I don't know two foot tall in the middle of a table, and you had to sh- hit them and knock them off the table, and they weren't just on the edge. I mean, if they fell over, you had to still hit them and push them off. Ah. So they had four of those, <clears throat> and I said, hey, what if I just shoot the leg off the table? <laughs> um, but they said that didn't count. Uh, and then they had uh, four clay pigeons set up on a pigeon holder, on a clay holder, and you had to shoot two of those. And so everybody was averaging about, I don't know, like a minute, three quarter two minutes three minutes um and i did it all the way through one minute 60 seconds and i was killing them i was man i was leading i thought i smoked them because my sig man i just it just man i just know it and i think because it was a 45 auto it pushed stuff off the table you know, I mean, it moves stuff. And so it was a forty-five, not a nine millimeter. Yeah, I shot a. I was shooting a forty-five. I'm sorry if I said nine, but um, so and and then an old boy that I'd been sitting there talking to got up there and he had a, a Colt forty-five six shooter, just a revolver. He didn't have an extra. Didn't have a bull barrel. You know, no long barrel on it or anything. It was like a short barrel. It was like a gun a cowboy carries. It was a gun yeah. a cowboy carries. He was a cowboy, and it was a forty-five. And he got up there, bam, 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 and bam. He held bam. it beside his hip. Didn't even raise it up. Just held it right outside the holster. Yeah, and he used his hand and just went bam, 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 bam with his hand over the right, over over yeah. the hammer. Uh, yeah. No, actually, he pointed. He aimed, uh, uh-huh. but he did it in like twenty-nine seconds. He had to reload though. But they stop. They stop if you when you go to reload, they stop the time. So you shoot uh. you shoot some targets and they stop. You go to the next target, you shoot, they stop. If you have to reload, they stop. So gotcha. So it was really I mean, it was really fair. And I only had one clip anyway, so some guys had like five clips and they just chink, pap, 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 chink, pap, 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 pap. Um but he I I just was in awe of him. And just that, he just knows his pistol. Man. And uh, these guys were all, many of them were also the safety crew at the church that, uh, yeah. you know. Did he spin it around on one finger before he threw it back in his holster? Yeah, and then blew the smoke out of the end. <laughs> like, and then, he looked, and, at, and then like, he looked at me with these shifty eyes and then spit on the ground and hit a, hit a uh, a um scorpion that was walking across the ground and, yeah and then uh went over and did he say got a hot cup of coffee and a tin cup he said that's how you do it is that boy. five shots or six <laughs> you tell me did i hit those 12 targets with five shots or six no it was it was cool and i just thought man what what a great uh what a great American. What a great Texas. Uh, they're not afraid to be who they are. Not afraid to 
let people be who they are. They're not so afraid of, oh, am I going to offend somebody because we we have shooting and guns in our church and people like to shoot guns in our church and they talk about hunting and killing stuff. And man, it was just so refreshing that none of that, there there was none of that stuff. It was just cool. And, you know, I've never been to a Turkey shoot or anything, but I, I hear, I heard somebody telling the story the other day about when they were a kid, they were really good with the 22 and um he had saved up all his money this kid had saved up all his money this was back in the days when people didn't have money they didn't have food and he was like a, a like a his mom was a single mom or something and he'd saved up all his money and he went to this uh shoot and he had his little 22 with him and uh and he shot this score and and uh won a free turkey a frozen turkey and and there was another shoot where you could use a, a, a bigger rifle. And this old guy came up to him and said, Hey, why don't you shoot in that? Why don't you shoot in that round over there and uh, see how you do? And he goes, well, I don't have an, I don't have the money and I don't have a gun. And he goes, well, here, use my gun. I'll pay your entry fee. And the kid went over there and shot and won another Turkey. He said, I'll never, yeah. he said, I'll never forget it. He said, I have that target and that guy, uh, that bought me that target's name's written on the back of it. He said, I'll never forget that. But I just said, uh, so the point is, uh, I just, I like people being real and people being who they are. And, uh, and I just dug that competition and they didn't call me and say, Hey, you got second place or any of that stuff. So. I'm sure some people bought some uh, mullets. You got your free turkey. It's waiting on you next time you go. Dude, just your that, summer starts now just at that Nile I showed up. GMC. Just that I showed up and they had never met me before and that I shot good, I was like, oh, man, that was cool. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Your summer starts now at Nile Maxwell GMC. Before you head down to the beach or just get away your professional grade gmc is waiting for you at nile maxwell gmc with more best in class features and savings on every new gmc in stock your new gmc is here go visit our friends nile maxwell gmc you find them exit 256 in round rock or check out all the deals and specials at nilemaxwellgmc.com because we are professional grade all right coming up next dirt talk and final thoughts you don't want to miss it only one place live in the bunkhouse sunday morning seven to nine or 24 7 365 on the outdoor zone radio network at the outdoor zone.com farmranchstore.com man if you know anything about this show and about uh cody ryan and myself and even beef now you know that we love dirt and one of the problems when you own a piece of dirt are hogs you gotta know about your hogs and farmranchstore.com has the boar buster hog trap it's a research-based cutting-edge trapping system developed for a solution 
developed as a solution for managing the nation's exploding feral hog population. And they also have the Hog Eye, a live video system to capture more feral hogs from anywhere at any time. you got to go to the website, farmranchstore.com, to get all the information. See the videos on how the Boar Buster and Hog Eye will help you with your piece of dirt. Farmranchstore.com. That's where the landowner goes to get the work done. This is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. Mississippi Queen. You know what I mean. All right. Welcome back, regulators. Thank you for being tuned into the show. Now it's time for Dirt Talk. Dirt Talk brought to you by our friends Jill and Ann at BuyBastropProperty.com. Their passion for small town and country living makes them uniquely suited for helping you find the perfect place away from the big city. Jill loves getting to know their clients and is relentless in her efforts in finding the perfect place. Ann's business law and paralegal background assures you all of the real estate puzzle pieces fit. Nothing makes them happier than a happy client. Buy BassDropProperty.com and you better together. Oh, man. Love those girls. So, Cody, Ryan, you're back. Yes. You uh, you are seeing your pond full I am, and one of the big things that I'm looking at now are what trees are surrounding my pond because of the cedar. Are you having a hard time hearing me? No, I hear you just fine. There's just some uh, rock and roll in the background. Okay, it's gone. Okay. So I only have like eight minutes left on this uh, deal before it cuts me off, but uh, I am live from the farm right now looking at the pond. But one thing that's been – I've had some thoughts about the last several – days a couple of weeks is now that i have a full pond i can start seeing it go down a little by little um but i'm looking at the trees that are surrounding it you know how much water a cedar tree drinks i believe i'm going to eliminate a few of the cedar trees even though i like some of them around the pond uh, they just provide good shade especially when i limb them up and trim them up real high but uh they drink so much of that water that I'm going to have to eliminate some of them uh, for sure. And just to maintain, you know, keep a little bit of that water in there. I mean, I think several thousands of gallons of water a year lost to some cedar trees just isn't worth it to me. Uh, So I will be eliminating a couple of those for sure. So two things. One is I met a guy this week who's going to come out and he's got a, uh, he's got a tractor. He's got a, 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 a bulldozer. It's not, Crusher. Uh, a bobcat-style tractor. I think it's a case, but he's got a bobcat-style tractor. It's got a grinder on the front. And he's going to come out and oh, grind yeah. a bunch of my brush for me. He said, man, don't don't spend a whole bunch of time. He said, I, in one, I can do more in one day than you can do in a week. And so I, I'm way into that. I'm on a schedule. But one of the things I thought of, when you go and start cutting these trees down, I'm going to start leaving up about a four or five foot section so once you cut them down and they die if you cut them down flush with the ground you got that 
stump there that you can't do anything with. But if you leave a part of it up and it dies out, eventually you can just take your tractor and push it over. And so I started yeah. doing that. I started doing that with my stumps. And so I'm not leaving the stump in the ground that, you know, I got to worry about hitting with the mower or whatever. It's just a, to me, it's a better system. I may well, be I completely for the, wrong. For the, for the cedar trees I got around the pond, I was thinking that I was going to leave about a two foot stump anyway. As for little sitting, sitting oh yeah benches around the pond so and also i was telling him like man i got these great cedars i want to cut them down and use them for post and use them for construction and stuff he goes yeah it's the wrong kind of cedar this is western cedar and it's really it rots out it's not made for that i mean it's great if you want to use it for decorations he said eastern cedar is what everybody makes stuff out of he said that um if you want a bunch of cedar, you want a bunch of cedar posts and stuff like that, come on over to my house. I got acres and acres and acres. You can have all you want. <laughs> yeah. But I still. That's interesting. I, I still like uh, one of my biggest problems recently is I've been watching those uh, Alaska shows or the not just Alaska, but like Man in the Wilderness or whatever, where there's five guys across the country in Alaska that are living off the land and they take trees and they build, you know, uh, whatever out of them. And so now I'm out there on our piece of land, look like cutting up trees and thinking I'm going to build a dugout or a log cabin or something. It's right, probably not the smartest thing no, watch no. that Leave show it to the and... professionals <laughs> but no, anyway you did great this week on your building and i am very proud of you using all the correct materials and all of that kind of stuff yep so, so i built just i built a 12 by 25 uh porch patio cover with roofing and everything in one day i couldn't believe it yeah solid dude solid Woo! you're hired hey before this thing cuts me off let me tell you this week's bible verse if you don't mind comes from jeremiah 31 25 i will strengthen the weary and renew those who are weak that's your verse now that you spent an entire day building a patio cover i will strengthen the weary and renew those who are weak uh, thanks for hanging out with me. I am live from the farm. I, I hope it sounded all right. This may become a thing at some point. Uh, Road Rest, thank you for putting up with me. Uh, and TJ, be uh, be safe on your journeys as you head out of town on your Beautiful. next trip for KOZ. Thank you, son. Aldo Leopold said, I'm glad I will not be young in a future without wilderness. It's up to you to train the next generation of outdoors men and women. Don't sit on the back row. Stand and fight. Give to the Kids Outdoor Zone land, cash, vehicles, boats, or start a group in your church. Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com to donate. KOZ, no kid left inside. All right, folks, get the kids off the couch. Take them for a walk in the park. Show them the birds, the trees. Heck, we don't care what it is. As long as you get them into the great outdoor zone, we're headed to church this morning. Go find you a good church somewhere, a good Bible-based church somewhere. Gentlemen, I uh, challenge you, get your family out to church. Uh, Road Rash, thank you. You are the man. Uh, actually, I'm going to head to the airport. 
take a little run. And I will be back. Cody and I, Beefsteak, everybody, we'll all be back here in the bunkhouse next week. You want to start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church or get more information on youth in the outdoors, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com, kidsoutdoorzone.com. All right, that's it. Regulators, let's mount up. I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes and shoot him with my old 45 because the country boy can survive. Country folks can Line and a country boy can survive.